welcome to We Talk About Movies, the family-friendly movie podcast that focuses on the storytelling of movies. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Ruth. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Talk About Movies. I am Kevin, and... I'm Ruth. That is Ruth. That's my wife. We're here uh, actually talking to you guys from Thanksgiving night. Um, We had to peace out early, though, because we got kids. We got kids. They're tired. (laughs) Yeah. Thanksgiving, when it starts at um, five, and our kids start getting ready for bed at seven, we don't get a lot of time at uh, Thanksgiving. But it is nine o'clock, Thanksgiving night. We are talking about Thanksgiving movies. We are talking Thanksgiving movies today. Um, two Thanksgiving movies, actually. We were going to talk about one, and then we decided we'll talk about two, and we'll get into why in a minute. But well, Ruth, because there's only two that exist, pretty much. Well, there, there, there are. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean we'll talk about why? <laughs> Isn't well, that why? No, because we were originally just going to talk about one. Um, but first, before we get into that, let's tell the good people... What movies we person. are talking about today? The good person who's listening. <laughs> the only person that's listening. Um, what are we telling them? What movies are we talking about today? Oh, I play. mean, you can read. So if you like downloaded this episode, you <laughs> yeah, already I was know. Like, but, most people probably already know. But let's but, talk about it. What is it? Planes, trains, and automobiles. And what was the other one called? I don't even know. Home, I forget. Home for the holidays. Home for the holidays. Yeah. So we tried to find. We said, "What are what are good Thanksgiving movies?" Well, to be fair, I think what started was you go, Ruth. I can't believe you've never seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I did, and we have to watch that. And I said, "Why is it about Thanksgiving?" And you said, "Yeah." I said, "Oh, I didn't even know there were Thanksgiving movies because most like holiday movies are usually Christmas." Yep, and it. Thanksgiving is Ruth's favorite holiday. It is. I love it. There is nothing better than all you do is hang out with family and eat, maybe take a little snooze, and then eat some more. Yep. And then you go home. Then you go home. You don't have to. It's fantastic. You don't have to worry about buying people presents. Right. You don't have to worry about. Anything you just you just have to make sure you bring a dish, a dish right? Because if you're now if you're hosting, it's a little different. Yeah. But if you're not the host, you just bring us your side dish or your dessert or whatever, and maybe a football for throwing around the yard later. We did it's go just outside a, and throw a football today. It was a lot of we fun. Did. And it was kind of hot, actually, surprisingly. Yep. But that's why I love Thanksgiving. It is my absolute favorite holiday. And the worst part is I still can't fully enjoy it yet because I am still. Dairy and gluten-free. But there were a lot of good dairy and gluten-free options today there at Thanksgiving. Were, thanks to my wonderful <clears throat> sister who made some great side dishes that we could eat because she doesn't tolerate dairy very well. And my mom even made a dairy-free, gluten-free pumpkin pie. She did. And I didn't care for the crust, but the, the filling was good. I just hey, kind of ate around that if part. If you are constrained by dairy-free, gluten-free... If even part of it's good, I think that's a big win to me. Yeah, it is. And you know what? I feel bad for people that have to do it all the time. At least mine's temporary until I'm done breastfeeding and then I don't have to worry. So Ruth will probably, um, unfortunately, she's going to have to stop breastfeeding soon. So she'll she'll be back on the dairy and gluten bandwagon with her husband. And Yeah, but I'm going to have to ease into it because I've heard that your stomach can kind of go, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
what what are you doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Speaking of stomachs going, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I had this crazy idea that <laughs> I was going to try to do a juice cleanse. I thought, you know what? I've been eating kind of crappy. I mean, kind of crappy is about the best I've ate, eaten my entire life. It, you know, That's it's, fair. It's ranged from absolutely terrible, terrible to kind of crappy. So I thought... Maybe I should clean it out. Just do a, a like three day juice. Well, and cleanse. you were like, I I need to trim up the waist a little bit. Yeah, you know? I thought maybe I'll lose a couple pounds. Maybe I'll give the pancreas a break. Um, you Catch know. up with your wife's, you know, baby weight loss. Yeah. You got to get your baby weight off. I'm trying to lose the baby weight, and <laughs> so there, a buddy of mine uh, down the street had done a juice cleanse, and he highly recommended. It. He said he lost like six or seven pounds. He felt great. And it's drink five things of this healthy juice a day. Bottles. And then for dinner, you get a salad with raw vegetables, no dressing. The only thing you can do is squeeze lemon or lime. Like, so you have fresh lemon or lime juice over your salad. So that's it. And I was like, okay, it sounds bad, but... Uh, they sell the juice at our local coffee shop. Yeah, so I thought, okay, at least, you know, I get the juice, I get the salad... Uh, you know, think of it as kind of like a, a kind of also take a religious bent to it, like make it kind of a fasting thing. Like, let me just kind of get into a, oh gosh, what's the word? Um, Dr. McComb told me. Um, I don't know. I wasn't there. Anyways, I can't help you out. There's, there's. Get not, your mind right. Yeah. Not important, but. Um, so the I thought, point is you tried, I'm going to try juice. to do this. I bought one juice. I was going to buy all 15. Luckily just, the owner of our local coffee shop talked you into trying it. Yeah. First. I, I thought I'm just going to dive into the deep end and buy <laughs> all 15, which there's $7 a bottle. Okay. It's so expensive. It's $105 for a three day juice cleanse. Each bottle has literally four pounds worth of juice or vegetables that were like compressed, smushed. And then, but it's just the juice. juice. Yeah, but there's no pulp or anything. But anyways, the point is, you tried. I tried one, and this one had cucumber, apple, spinach, kale, kale, spinach, celery. I think. Yep, celery and lemon. I think. Oh my gosh, guys! It was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. If you like cucumber, I think you would like these juices. I don't really like cucumber, and that's all I could taste is a really powerful cucumber taste. Yeah, it was bad. And then, like, aftertastes of all those other things. And it, it was. I can't believe you actually finished the I whole did thing. Finish I the had whole one sip and just went, nope, I'd rather go gluten dairy free for, you know, however many months that I've been doing it. So, hats off to my neighbor Aaron for actually completing this cleanse. It, Didn't I, you text him and oh, say, I texted him. I, I was can't like, do this. There's no way I can do this. That stuff is nasty. And he's <laughs> like, You can do it. Come on. You're like, No. no. I know myself well enough. No. It's not going to happen. So, I'm going to have to find a different way to cleanse my body because that is not it. No, but anyway. You'll find something. You may be thinking, Everybody After else is probably thinking, I just had Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, want a I, I probably need a cleanse too. <laughs> well, um, that could be an option for you. But uh, like I said, Thanksgiving's over by the time you're listening to this. But you may still be in the Thanksgiving mood and you might want to watch well, some Thanksgiving movies. People so, might be gearing up, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. And-, and both Thanksgiving movies are, you know, they're holiday season movies. So they're still. 
um, movies that are appropriate to watch even sure. after Thanksgiving. So like Ruth said, we're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles and home for the holidays. So we were originally just going to talk about planes, trains, and automobiles because you could not believe I had never seen it. I remember seeing it when I was younger and knowing that it was kind of like the Thanksgiving movie. Um, by the way, we did a Twitter poll on our Twitter account, which is at we talk about MOVI. And we asked people which, which of those two, because when I did some online research, those two were the ones that came up as like, these are the Thanksgiving movies. So I asked, uh, which one's the better Thanksgiving movie? And like I said, we don't have a lot of people following us on Twitter yet. So go do that if you're not following us already. But it was like 10 to nothing. Everyone voted for planes, trains, and automobiles. So we thought, all right, this is the Thanksgiving movie. We're going to watch it, talk about it. going to be great. Um, We watched it. And we looked at each other and we said, that movie. I didn't really like it. Kind of sucked. (laughs) Kind of was bad. And I don't know. I it was fine. It just wasn't great. It, it was so much less good than I remembered. You kind of built it up a little I, bit. I remember. I built it up in my head. I thought this is a you good, built it up in my head. A funny Thanksgiving movie, and everyone seems to like it. So I, you know, I actually bought it. We we rent almost every right. movie. Right, I didn't know why you bought I it before I had ever seen it. I, I already I've seen this movie. I already know I like it, so I'm just gonna buy it because it's a good movie we could watch every year. First of all, I didn't realize it's rated R. So, um, a couple things to know about this podcast that we try to say at the beginning and and miss this time. This is a family friendly podcast and a spoiler podcast. So. Uh, this is an R-rated movie, but we're not going to um, get into the things that make it R and, and say anything. Well, that I'll would say be... this. It has foul language. It does have foul There's language. There's an entire scene where it uses a very unfriendly word. The F it does. It does. Beginning. And, um, so, but just so you know, if you've got uh, young kids in the car, feel free to keep listening. We will make sure we keep it PG here. Um, and we are talking about spoilers, but. There's really not I'm pretty much to sure spoil. most people have seen this because when was it made? Oh, these are old movies. This was well. Uh, I mean, this is Steve Martin and uh, what's that guy's name? John Candy. Yeah, thank you. So was it made in like eighty? This 80s, was an eighties. This was a John Hughes movie, which okay. that's the director. Um, I think I'm getting that name right, but I don't know. It, Someone so, will correct you if you're wrong. Yeah. So let's talk about that movie first. I just was so it so Steve Martin has a very has, and when he plays in movies he's got a very um distinct character he almost always plays it's like the straight guy that gets really frustrated and goes over the top getting upset about these things that are happening to him and I just felt like he wasn't nearly as funny as he is in other movies where he plays this exact same character. And then John Candy was not as funny as I've seen him in other, uh, other movies he's been in. So just the whole time I kept thinking, this is going to get better. It's going to get better. And it just didn't. Uh, I don't think it's just the actors. No, it's not the actors. I think it's the writing, the story. Like it just wasn't, 
know. It just wasn't for me. And it's funny because on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it said it had 90 something percent. Yeah, this is this is the Thanksgiving movie. And yeah. and I was like, wah, wah. wah, wah. <laughs> That's how I felt. That's all I can think to say because I, I think I laughed out loud maybe once. And it's in the scene where they're at the hotel and they had to share the bed <laughs> at the beginning. And he it's when he starts just going off on uh John Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and basically Del, telling Del, him Del how much Griffith, I think, he hates him. Name. Yeah. Basically telling him why he doesn't like him as a person. Yeah. And there's parts I don't forget the line exactly, but I think that was the one time I laughed out loud. Yeah, and it's it's also, like, you feel bad laughing about it because he's really tearing into this oh, guy. Oh, yeah, it's, he's being it's, so mean. It's mean. It's not nice. And No, the rest of the time I was going, stop being so mean. Because yeah. I love Steve Martin and I kind of didn't like it. And I know it's not him. Yeah. But just, I didn't like him there. So, but. and another reason Ruth, I know, does not like this movie is there are some just gross things about this movie. And Ruth just gets real queasy when she sees like some of the dirty bathroom stuff in the hotel. Oh, scene. well I didn't get queasy, Not but queasy, I just was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, those like things when are he supposed... washes his face with his dirty sock water. Yeah. Like those things are supposed to be funny, but I know Ruth just finds them disgusting and, and not really, doesn't really see much humor in it. Well, that's um, not true. Like, it's not like I can't, but for this movie, for some reason it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, and so this is actually kind of why we are doing a two for one here, because after we're done with this movie, we're like, how are we going to talk about this? Like, we just kind of didn't like it. One of the, one of my big issues with it is there's not a lot of um, character development. Like it's, it's supposed to be this funny movie, but it has a message and um, I just don't really see any character growth, like all the way to the end of the movie, Steve Martin's character is really not pleasant to uh, John Candy's character. And it almost seems, he never really seems to come around to actually liking him. Even at the very end when he like invites him to his house for dinner, it really seems like more of a, uh, I feel like I should do this. I don't really want to, but I feel like I should I don't know. I feel like at the very end, finally, he's like, I feel bad that I've just now figured out your wife's dead and you have nowhere to go. Right. But and- again, it's not a, I actually enjoy this guy. It's a, man, I feel so bad for him. And I think I the think- right thing to do is to do, you know, help him out or invite him over. So that's what he was doing. But, well, but I mean, if you think back to the scene where they're at that, the, next hotel where he was going to leave him freezing out in the cold and then they end up drinking the mini bar and everything. Yeah. I think that he actually was enjoying his company at that point. Yeah, I guess they were, but I just didn't see, you know, John Candy's character never really, there was no development there either. He was just an annoying guy who, um, you know, his wife had died in the past and it's not like at any point he realized I'm being too obnoxious and I can fix this and, and maybe Well, there's that grow. time he's talking to his wife, you know, in the car. Or yeah. He's praying to her, I guess. Yeah, I he don't goes, know. He goes, I have such a big mouth and I drove away this guy that I actually like. and It just it also know, seems really weird because the whole movie, 
John Candy is talking to all these friends he has throughout the country, but apparently he doesn't have friends. Like, that's the weird thing is he knows somebody everywhere and they all do seem to like him. But yeah, yet but he's he's clinging to this guy who clearly doesn't like him. It's very weird. Well, I think it's because maybe it's the one guy that doesn't like him. You know, maybe everybody else really warms to him. Yeah. So, it's you know, it's it's like with cats. Cats always know when you don't like them. And they then do. they're like, they I'm going to come sit on your lap and you're going to like cat, me. That's what our cat does to me. I don't want him <laughs> on me ever he does he always knows when people don't like him he's like i'm gonna make you like me he does that's john candy yeah. in this movie can i tell you what i didn't like about his character yes either? please like i didn't like how so in the beginning he says oh i would never steal from you because he steve martin says yeah. you stole my cab or whatever right 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 oh no i would never do that i'm a totally straight narrow honest guy blah 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 and then later on in the movie, he's quote unquote selling his shower curtain rings to women, being like, "Oh, so and so famous person wore these." Yeah, so he's and, lying to people to make that right. money. Right, and I go, also, I thought he was supposed to be this straight up stand up guy, and he was all bragging about it earlier. And then he goes and does that, and I'm like, okay, so you are until you're selling, and then it's okay to lie. I didn't get it. Yeah, and then later he uses Steve Martin's credit card to rent a car. And he and then lied to him about it and said that he got the car from some shower curtain rings. Well, it's and, because they accidentally switched cars. Right, but, but, but he, he realized figured it out. Yeah. this is his card, but I need a car anyway, so I'm going to use his card and steal his money. And then I'm going to try to pay him back, except who knows how he would ever do that. Well, that's why he was saying, give me your address. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, but he still let it go, so he wouldn't have yeah. been able to, but and yeah. he lied to him about it. Like, he... Steve Martin literally asked him, how did you rent a car? And he lied to his face. And Steve Martin said, no, there's no way you can rent a car with shower curtain rings. And then he said, okay, I'll tell the truth. I used your credit card. Well, he said you can't rent a car without a credit card. So how, how did right. you rent it? So, yeah, his character was not as upstanding and honest as he thought he was so that's just i didn't you i didn't particularly care for either of these two characters and they're really no, I didn't the entire movie is just them oh here's the other thing i didn't like about the movie before i forget so i thought probably throughout almost the entire movie especially from the beginning when steve martin's wife is calling and she's like when are you coming home and you need to be here like the way that everything was portrayed, to me, it seemed like there was trouble afoot at, on the marriage front. Huh. Oh, I, I don't, don't know, know if you got that vibe, but no, I totally I just, did. My, the vibe I got was, I'm sick of you being a traveling person and I want you to be home, especially for Thanksgiving, so you better get home. Yeah. That was Maybe just it was. Maybe it. it was just I saw something weird, but... I didn't because uh, then he shows up and they're all like kissy lovey dovey and I went wait I thought she was like mad at you and there was you I know marriage problems but yeah you're probably right it's probably just to show there's issues with him being gone yeah so I, I think it, yeah that was what I took from it um, but there's to me there's no message there's no like oh I feel like I 
learned something from this movie, I feel like I can be no, a better there is. person. You what? know what the message is? What? <laughs> if someone doesn't like you, just pester them until you do. Or well, until they do, I mean. That's how I got Ruth to like me. So that is a very good lesson to <laughs> to take because you could find the best wife in the world by doing that. So I do like that message. But no. Oh, speaking of, sorry, now I'm remembering all the plot holes. Here's a plot hole that I don't know if you noticed. Oh, tell me. But it totally didn't make sense. Okay, tell me. So the car catches on fire, right? Yes. They're in the freezing cold wherever. I don't know where they're driving through at that point. Yes. But you know it's freezing because they got coats on and whatever. Yeah. Car burns. Obviously, they wait for it to stop burning. Yep. And then they drive it to the nearest motel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they act like it's still hot. Yeah. It's not still hot if it's freezing outside. There were a lot of things that didn't make sense about this movie that I just I didn't even pay that close of attention to write them down or anything because I was just like it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, this nothing in this movie matters. It's just it's slapstick but but not, not but good. not funny. No. That's the thing. Like That's what I'm saying. I don't think either of us laughed. No, I not I really had like one or two times where I laughed and I think you chuckled, not even a laugh. There's no if you're gonna give me a movie that doesn't give me a message, it, it doesn't make me think about anything, you better make me laugh. And this one didn't so I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about it? Um, I think we've torn it apart sufficiently. Yeah. And to anybody else that's like, I love that movie. Well, tough cookies. I didn't like it. I would love to hear <laughs> why if if you love this movie. Which hey, there, you thought you loved it or liked there are, it. There are a lot of people that do. So I would love to hear why. Um, There's actually a podcast, You Can Rewind It, that I'm subscribed to. And I don't get to listen to a lot of their episodes because I haven't. Um, seen a lot of the movies that they talk about, but they published one about this. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm excited to listen to that one. It's another married couple, and they talk about um, movies that they have on VHS at their house. That's funny. Um, and so they recommend whether you should rewind re-watch it, it and watch it again or not. So it's it's a neat That's podcast. Cute. Yeah. Um, Thanks for telling me about it. What the heck. Well, you don't have as much time to listen to podcasts. No, as I, do. I don't. That's true. But, I don't drive anywhere. I stay home with the kiddos. So anyways, I, I'm hoping to listen to that one and see if they like it. And, and if they do, I kind of hope they do because I'd like to hear why anyone would really enjoy this movie. And if, if you're sitting there thinking, I enjoy it, um, That's connect fine. with us on Twitter to... or something. I, I'm, I'm truly interested to know um, what makes this a great movie for some people. So. Anyways, Moving on to the other well, Thanksgiving Well, so I'm going to rate it. I would probably oh, call it a... Thumbs down for me. Yeah, it's definitely a thumbs down. Somewhere around two and a half or three. Uh, I did get a few chuckles, so that makes it not like a two or a one, but... Honestly, I wouldn't watch it again. Like if somebody was like, oh, we watch it every year for Thanksgiving. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. And... Um, Am I going to seek it out? No. And definitely don't... There's one part where he's... Oh, do not Talking watch this movie with your car. kids. Um, and that is definitely not a, a time that kids should be watching this movie. Actually, outside of that scene in the rental car place in St. Louis, everything else is really seems PG-13 to me. But that one mm. scene is, is very R. So. Yeah. He says several bad, well, one bad word over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Until you think he's not going to say it anymore, and then he keeps going. 
Yeah. And then she adds one at the end too. No, so, that was a little bit funny, but again, not not funny for so, me. So yeah, I, it's not because of that scene. It's not even a movie you can just put on unless you're in an adult only Thanksgiving situation, but it's not even a movie you can just put on and make it kind of background noise. And you might look at a, see a, a slapstick funny part because of that scene. So anyways, yeah. uh, let's move on. So, so we thought, okay, that we, we can't talk about that movie enough. So well, we, gotta and make we were just a, disappointed. Yeah, we were disappointed. So we've got to make this a two first. So I was like, I have never seen home for the holidays. Ruth has never seen Home for the Holidays. Uh, it's one of those movies that always comes up in all my Google searches of what's a good Thanksgiving movie. So we said, let's give this one a chance. And I like Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yeah, I don't really know what else she's been in. but I Oh, all kinds of stuff. I did ask you through the movie. I was like, what's that actress's name? Because I thought she was uh, doing Pretty a good sure job in that role, at least. She's the mom in The Incredibles. Oh, is she really? Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure. And she, I know she's in The Firm, because I remember I that was like one movie. of the first movies I ever saw her in, or that I remember. Yeah. That was an old Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, but, I'm um, aware of it, but I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's, oh, she was in Batman versus Superman. She was? Yeah, she's the politician lady. Really? Okay. You've only seen that like once, though. I I've seen it yeah, a couple times, because I've watched it when you've been gone. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I like her. So. so this movie was so, first of all, it's so different from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And it it definitely sets the tone right, off, right at the not beginning. Not appropriate for kids either. It's a PG-13 movie. It's not rated it? R. Yeah, I don't think it's R, but it's not appropriate for kids. kids. And um, But it sets the tone right at the beginning that this is a weird movie. Like, there's some weird stuff going on. And... Really, if you haven't seen it, it's really just a dysfunctional family Thanksgiving. Well, and at the end, it's like, I think the overall message was summed up in that one line where she goes, we're family. We don't have to like each other, but yeah. we're family. Which I think that is kind of... I think po- that's true that's, for that's a lot of poignant. people. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that... Um, you have a love-hate relationship with your some members of your family, which I, probably everyone here can relate to that in one way or another. Oh, I'm sure. But, yeah, it's a... So this one I found to be more interesting. I did, too. Here's the reason, though, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. Probably 45 minutes into the movie. I can't talk. Okay. 45 minutes into the movie. We both, you paused it, and I go, I think pretty much at the same time, we go, I have no idea what's happening. No, no. I'm so confused. None whatsoever. Like, is this guy gay? Are they together? This is the brother, right? Or who's this guy? And what is she talking about? Like, we were just so confused, at which point I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that I'm not dumb and just didn't get it. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I want to keep watching because I need to figure this out. Yeah, this was definitely a movie that I wanted you know, to I get to the end. Yeah, Planes, I did trains too. and automobiles. Halfway through, I thought I could turn this off and, and it'd be never fun. revisit, and I would truly just not care. You know, this what? one I wanted to see the end. I did too. I agree with you. But uh, this movie reminded me of, and I think you might agree because you often tell me this. You know how they talk in Gilmore Girls, where they just 
talk constantly yeah. over and over and over and quickly. That. Yeah. That's what this movie did too. I'll like you- where they just somehow are so quick to talk and they all yes. talk so fast and but it's not just that it's also the fact that um i think jodie foster directed this movie and she had this terrible desire to play music over the top of dialogue where oh i didn't notice that as oh much my as gosh you did. it was so distracting and loud and i honestly miss i must have missed half this movie because Either they were talking too fast, either the music was too loud, um, the story just didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. It, I just couldn't follow this movie, and I wanted to, but I couldn't. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. So the, that was it was difficult. Like this is a movie that I didn't really like very much, but I mm-hmm. honestly might be willing to watch it again. If I did, I would probably turn on closed captioning. So I could actually understand. And what's funny what's is you turned on. that off. I did because because I was in the like, beginning it was on for some reason. I don't even know yeah, why. I don't know why. Either. Probably because they know if you're watching this movie, you, <laughs> you need, need closed captioning. Closed, clap, closed captioning. See, you oh, can't see, talk we, either. I can't talk either. Jeez. What's going on with us? I don't know. It's because Thanksgiving many, uh, has been a long day. Too much turkey. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but I'm with you. I would watch this one again. I didn't particularly like it. Yeah, but I would watch it again just because I feel like I feel like I'd catch stuff that I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you want to (laughs) know the craziest part to me, or one of the craziest part that just jumped in my head was so when the sister they're all at Thanksgiving dinner and the sister of the mother, Mm -hmm. uh, I forget her name, Aunt Gladys, I think. Crazy aunt, yeah. Yeah. We'll just call her Aunt Gladys because I don't remember. And that sounds, you know, like a crazy old aunt, right? Sure. So uh, she's telling the story about how she basically made out with her sister's husband, the dad. Yeah. And how come the mom basically never reacts to that? It was. I mean, she did eventually go like sit in the closet. Yeah, but that wasn't until after Holly Hunter and... uh, Iron Man are in the chair. Robert Downey. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I couldn't think of it. I was like Iron Man, because uh, she's telling about losing her job and kissing her boss, which that was super weird. That by was the way, super in the beginning, weird. I didn't get that. And her daughter is, who's Claire Danes in the movie, is talking about losing her virginity, and I don't yeah. know. But then the mom goes into the closet and hides. So it wasn't even after the story about the fact that her well, sister, guess, yeah. kissed. Her husband, and this was way back in the day. And it never, they never revisited They never address it. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is one of those things I feel like maybe we just missed it because I had so much trouble following the movie. But it, I agree with you. As far as I know, it never got addressed. It never got revisited. It just came out and and just hung there. So I, I don't know. That was one of just so many examples that I can think of where... I don't get what's happening. Like, yeah. Like there's so much go, go to the, there's so much dialogue that you can't follow. And it's very, what's the word? A chaotic, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. I don't need, it's very, um, the, like things that just don't make sense to me. It's like, I would have had to have been in this family to understand it. The the sister 
you know, the the perfect sister that organizes everything and whatever. And her, Holly Hunter's sister. Yeah, Holly Hunter's okay. sister. Mm-hmm. And her husband and kids come over and they just have such a contentious relationship with everyone. And yeah, they brought really, their own turkey. You don't really understand why. And then they go play football and it's this very angry, like, I actually want to tackle you and break your bones. You're like, well, why did they why? bother even playing? Yeah, and why Like, why even show up if that's how you feel about your family? Right. I, I, and then they're like, oh, thank God we only have to do this on Christmas and or Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, why do you bother doing it then? And But then the reason is, well, we're family. We have to. You don't have to. No, you don't. Guess what? If your family is that dysfunctional, then maybe it's better. You just know, don't you show just go up. your separate ways. Or- just listen, Caleb Grant, if you're listening to this when you're adults, just know if we are truly just off our rockers crazy, you don't have to show up. Like, we'll be sad. I mean, if we're super crazy, at least stick us in a nice home. Well, yeah, put us in a home. <laughs> I'm like, don't just abandon us. <laughs> put us with some other crazies and we can just hang out together. But um, no, it just, you know, life is too short to spend it with people you don't like and you don't care about. And if right. you truly don't like or care about your family, then don't hang out with them well, on holidays. Well, it's kind of like Robert Downey Jr.'s character I thought was so interesting because his uh, husband calls him and he's like, we can't wait for you to come home and yeah. to your real family. And yeah. I'm sure that that's true for a lot of people. You know, like there you're, you can't pick your blood, no. but you can pick who you spend time with. And well, and, we and are- this is not to say that I'm condoning like, Oh, hate your family or anything no. like that. I love my family. I love your family. We are very lucky that we, like our families, I guess, but I'm sure there are people out there that are like, you know, I I don't like my family and that's, that's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sad for you. I wish, you, you know, know, everybody was happy, but that's just not reality. I mean, there's certainly extended family on both of our sides that we don't really spend time with hardly ever because you're just, just not, not you're not going to be close to everyone and that's okay. And another thing Ruth and I talked about before is, you know, my family is my wife and my kids like uh, my family used to be my parents and my siblings, but then I got married and you know, the, the Bible says that a man leaves his mother and father and, and takes a wife and you know, that's, that's what we believe. And, and that's how I think this is now our immediate yeah, family. Yeah, My family, my first priority is my wife and my two boys and, and any other children that we have in the future. And so we're going to do whatever is best for the four of us. And if we truly had dysfunctional family that we just could not spend time with, then then we wouldn't do it. And so, I don't know. Uh, this movie at least gives me an opportunity to think and to reflect on my own family and reflect on my life and what am I doing at Thanksgiving and is this the right thing for me uh, to to for my family um, and I, you know, I did want to get to the end and, and see what happened. So I would say I like this movie better than planes, trains and automobiles. But again, I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> like it either. I, I, I think the one nice thing was kind of at the end because Holly Hunter's character was so worried and depressed that she had to go home for the holidays and that her yeah. daughter wasn't coming with her. Yeah. And she, by the time the movie ended and all the chaos has 
you know, ended. Yeah. She just looks at her mom and dad and she goes, you know what? I love you. Yeah. Even though that, even though you drive me crazy, I love you. Yeah. Which is great. I'm, I'm glad that. And I think that's great. Cause just cause people drive you crazy doesn't mean you can't love them. Yep. And you know, what was really unnecessary for me, her love story with the stranger that Patrick McDermott. Along. It, sure. I don't know that guy's name, but I'm pretty that sure. Sorry. Why? Like, let this just be a dysfunctional family movie. You don't have to throw some silly love story in that, you know. I thought it was kind of funny that we thought he was gay. Like, we thought he, you know, like, was with Robert Downey Jr. Because she goes, well, what happened to Jack, who turns out to be Robert Downey Jr.'s husband? Yeah. And she's like, well, why are you with this new guy? And I thought that was yeah. kind of funny that she just assumed that they were together. Yeah. It's- and then he's like, hey, I'm not gay. Like. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't know. I I just I felt like that. Was, I didn't mind it. I felt like that was forced, and it it took time away from. Maybe if you had taken all those scenes out, you could have slowed down some of the dialogue a little bit, helped me understand more about this family dynamic, and what. It, so they spent two days together, and what he's gonna like move across the country to be. No, with her. that's what they said at the end. Well, I know, but that's the thing. Like, like, he's not. He goes. Why can't we just have this short time together? It's just ours and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks or whatever. We may just have this plane ride together and that's it. But I want to do it. And Yeah, which is fine. But I don't know. I just didn't feel like that added anything to the story to me. I felt I feel like there's a lot I don't know about their family dynamic. And there's a lot that I didn't need to know about her and this strange guy. So, um I just think that was time that would would have been better spent building out the family dynamic. Uh, I was fine with it, but okay, we'll disagree. I mean, I just, quite frankly, I don't care. Yeah, because I just don't like this I, movie. <laughs> I sat there. You know, it's interesting. It's actually an interesting movie to talk about, but sitting there watching it, I'm like, okay, when is this going to end? What? Well, it it just was boring and and really well, but not because we were both like okay hurry up and let's see how this unfolds well and just but, frustrating like it's really hard to follow that's the biggest thing i felt like i was working like it was a job to follow this movie yeah so anyways i think we've i don't think we have anything else i have to nothing say else to it. say so yeah. and quite frankly i'm tired Thanksgiving takes a lot out of you. It does take a lot out of you. Um, All right. So this movie, is this a thumbs up or a thumbs down, Ruth? A thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah, I am definitely. Like if you never watch it, that's okay. (laughs) I was two and a half or three on planes, trains, and automobiles. I'll be three or three and a half on this one. It's a little bit better. But not much. If you have to pick one to watch, I would say um, pick Home for the Holidays. But honestly. If you want slapstick humor, pick the other one. If you want. Something that's a little more, uh, what's the right word? Uh, I don't know. Adult, I guess. Kind of. Because you have to be older to really follow, follow, and even as an adult, it's hard to follow. But if you want to watch a Thanksgiving movie, like just go on Netflix and type Thanksgiving and like find some 
cartoon turkey movie, and I bet that's going to be better than either of these movies. <laughs> well, at least then you know you can turn it on for your kids. Yeah. So that that's our recommendation. Um, this is a big opportunity for someone in Hollywood. So all the they need to come up with a really yeah, good Thanksgiving all the movie. Big movie execs that listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. I know you guys are listening. Make a great Thanksgiving movie because it will sell so much um, in Blu-ray and DVD sales because people need something that they can watch every year at Thanksgiving. There's so many Christmas movies. I can't even pick which ones I'm going to watch No, this and Hallmark year. comes out with new ones every year. Because I love <laughs> so many Christmas movies. There's not a single Thanksgiving movie. So someone do this, please. All right. Um, That's about it. That is about it. So, um, uh-oh. Wow. What, what, what? What? Well, that was interesting. That's part of doing a live podcast. Sometimes, You've got mistakes. Yeah, sometimes the outro music does something weird. All right. It's probably your fault. So, the next episode we're going to publish is, uh, we're actually going to record it tomorrow. We are talking with one of our good friends from church. Yes. And, uh, she told us her favorite movie is or one the of her Secret favorites. Life. Maybe one of her favorites. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Neither of us had seen that movie. Uh, we just watched it. After two bad movies, it was a relief. It was we'll a put relief. it that way. <laughs> how, how much did we like it? You'll have to tune into the next episode to find out when we have our first ever guest host in studio, a.k.a. our meeting room. So uh, check us out on the next episode, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Bye. Bye. Bye.